0: Welcome back to, uh, once again, part four of Keltara Primal, where your wonderful DM here messed up the recording. And, um, I mean, if you want, if people want it, I'll I'll post the, you know... hour and a half recording of me talking, which I don't think anybody wants to hear. I'm
1: sick and tired of my friggin' players, so I just didn't include them this time.
0: <laughs> I know, I was, like, I was like, I could DM all by myself. So, um, we'll get so, so, so I don't make them redo it because of my mistake. Here's a quick recap of kind of what went down. So they entered the camp, um, they met with a Quartermaster and sold, um, some of their items. They sold the Basilisk blood, the, um, eyes, and the Frostwolf fur, and they all got a healthy sum of about 665 gold um following that they asked if there was any sort of work um, they, they saw um, what looked to be cobalt being kind of tortured and used for slave labor and kind of being tossed aside like you know just uh, pieces of equipment almost in piles and uh they also went to see the superintendent um a man um, named superintendent Shattershield. um he was very concerned with productivity and keeping his mind um uh, working at the maximum efficiency it could, and he said there were some areas that, due to some um, Cobalt revolts, that uh, he was unable to have maximum efficiency there, and he asked you guys if you would accept the contract to go bring, you know, he said in, in loose terms to go bring him 15 Cobalt tails as proof. And, um... So you guys retreated outside of the tent to discuss your options. And that is where we open up as far as what your options are going to be.
2: All right. Well, I think that slave labor is bad. And so we should try to go down there and see what, um, what's happening with the kobolds. See if we can uh, reason with them. And uh, hopefully be able to help them somehow without getting ourselves killed in traps um and in the meantime we could probably get some of the already dead kobold tails um to complete the contract um uh, that maybe negotiate a higher price for that as well
3: Kyra might oppose to cutting off the tails
1: You literally uh, what, were the what? one that chopped the frost wolf tail off.
3: That's that different. True. They were poor is... slaves. And they They're were animals
2: back The kobolds mm. are already dead, though.
3: Self-defense is different than taking dead slaves' body parts and offering yeah, the them to, was... like, the slavers. So The wolf like, was
2: already dead when you chopped off its tail. That's not self-defense.
3: I'm just telling you what my character would oppose. Like you don't have to argue with me.
2: <laughs> I'm just telling you what my character would say.
0: All right. So suffice to say, you guys are differing viewpoints. But um so, what do you guys do, armed with kind of how you want to approach? Because remember, you are you are going to give the Shatter Shield an answer if, if you'll take the contract or not.
2: I think we could ask the kobolds whether or not they would be okay with us fooling the humans into giving us a bunch of gold by chopping off their dead tails.
4: I do have the cantrip message, so I can't communicate them discreetly.
3: Well, I think we're just going to accept go in, like Indra said, and then um, try to see what we can do from there.
4: Yeah, that sounds like it. Uh, We'll sign the contract and uh, go in and we'll see what we can uh, do from there.
2: And did you want me to try to negotiate a price of 900 gold apiece?
4: Uh, Yeah, do it if you want to.
2: Alright, I'll go for it. Why not?
0: All right. So with that, um, you guys, a signal to the guard that you're ready to go back in. Um, get led through the uh, large tent, which I'll re-describe. It's uh, kind of like an administrative tent, um, large um, filing cabinets off right and left. you got some clerks that are dealing with paperwork, anything that it seemed like to, to run such a large mining company kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you go to the little sealed off area once more where... Um, the where uh, the man you spoke with before, like Superintendent Shattershield, with his uh, large uh, Von Kaiser mustache and slicked back hair. <laughs> and uh, it seems he's refilled his uh, shot glass with the amber liquid, and he's sipping on it gently. Uh, he turns back and goes, ah, have you made a decision? And you see he has a piece of paper on the uh, map table in the middle of the room, and he slides it towards you.
2: Um... I'm going to uh say well just about we were considering your offer and we also thought about well this is going to greatly benefit your operation if we uh complete this task for you as well as there's also as you said the the very high risk of traps and while we are quite proficient that is a uh, quite uh quite a risk that we're taking for you as well as you mentioned the possible need to kill all the kobolds rather than just 15. So, we were hoping to discuss a slightly higher price, say 900 gold apiece.
0: Um, You see his eyebrows furrow, and he goes, I see you're a bargaining man. Make a (laughs) diplomacy roll, Renard.
2: Here we go again. That's a 24.
0: Um, you see, he kind of taps the sheet a little bit and looks. He kind of spins the contract around, and looks at it. Mm-hmm. Given that we've taken into account the uh, marginal profits, we've taken into account the rates, trap hazard pay. All right. Seeing as when uh, this was written up, we did not factor in the danger of the traps, I would be willing to go up to eight hundred gold apiece. Uh, but no t- But no higher. Okay, no higher. That's a final offer then.
2: I'm gonna turn to my um my compatriots here and uh kind of raise an eyebrow seeing if that's good with them.
4: Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, you've got yourself a deal.
0: Alright, I will need um who is the one who represents your party? Is that you yourself, young man? sure why not <laughs> what
2: I said he's talking to you yeah no I know I was <laughs> okay. uh, I was just wondering if anybody else was going to speak up uh, I'm not used to playing a party face yep. um, he's,
1: responsible
4: for all our actions.
1: <laughs> he's responsible for all
4: of our actions <laughs> oh
1: I'm responsible <laughs> alright <laughs>
0: Um and as you look at the um contract as he slides it towards you and hands a quill and ink to you, you see that the contract does actually state in no uncertain terms that I, you know, um like I blank name I'm responsible for the uh deeds and actions of therefore a company and contract I you know, a subcontracted by the how does it call it what I wrote down the Torfier Mining Co. Um to provide a to provide no um no less than uh 15 unspoiled um cobalt tails to a one um i have all these names written down and i don't have them. I have to click around uh frederick von shattershield superintendent of torfier mining co um a mining co does not take any sort does not take any um responsibility or claim for any injury death or um malnourishment maiming and it list goes and lists on a list of uh um, various injuries and ailments that may happen and says uh that, um, the, a sum of 750 gold coin, or, um, you see it's been crossed out to say 800 and like the pen as well, um, will be awarded to, uh, the above partied, uh, the above, um, subcontracted party upon completion of, uh, upon inspection and receive, like upon receival and inspection of, um, uh, of agreed upon goods. And so there's a little bit more legally speaking there, but that's kind of the gist that you get of it. Okay.
2: Is there any uh, suspicious fine print in here?
0: Um. Let's see what kind of a knowledge check that's gonna be. Let's <laughs> it's see. probably
2: what um, I'm not trained in. <laughs>
0: um. Let's go with knowledge nobility.
2: Oh shit! I'm not trained in nobility. Does anybody have that?
0: Nope. Can I can't. Okay. Nobility? Well, there's
2: definitely not any suspicious fine nobility.
0: Print. Yeah.
3: Um. I've got a nobility.
2: Um, I will turn to Kyra and say, "Would you like to? Would any of you like to look this over before uh, before we sign this, just to make sure everything's in order?" And I'll look at Kyra in particular.
3: Um, sure. I'll go ahead and take a look.
0: Um, Kyra, give me a knowledge nobility roll as you look over this contract.
3: Um, let's see.
0: Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, Kyra, are you... Look over this contract, and it's it seems pretty cut and dry um, from your understanding of, like, you know, the merchant class and dealing with, you know, because, you know, contracts usually get to be on the higher up. You know, most peasant people don't really get with this, you know, don't really, like, write up contracts. It's more word of mouth and handshake deals. But as far as you can read in this contract, it seems ad hoc. Um, guy must have written it in the last couple of days and waiting for somebody to come by for it or waiting for somebody to take it up. But um, it doesn't look like he's had time to really review it through a legal team. So you're like, mm, yeah, it looks uh, it looks up front. Doesn't look like there's anything weird. Just 15 unspoiled tails for um, 800 gold apiece, like for each person in the company.
3: Okay, I will set down the contract and give a quick nod and says and say, um, it seems to that everything else is in order.
2: All right, sounds good. Uh, I'll. Take the quill and uh, is there a role for signing something in a really fancy manner?
0: Um, go ahead and give me a linguistics if you want to specifically sign it in a very fancy manner. Yes, I want a fancy. I want a fancy signature. Right. Yeah, try and John Hancock this. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. You write a fancy signature. It's a fancy ass. Let's signature. go. <laughs> um, you all, There's also a place for a name for your um, party. The name of your company, your subcontractor company.
2: Uh, I'll fill that in. I know all their names.
0: No, all like the
2: name, like company name.
0: Oh. Uh, you can leave it hmm. blank or you can fill it in. It doesn't look like it's required.
2: Do you guys want a company name?
4: Oh, we I'm probably Apple. need to discuss this. It yeah, might the...
3: need further discussion.
4: Yes. <laughs> we'll leave it blank for now. All right, we'll leave it blank.
0: All right. Um, and you see he pulls out a couple more slips of paper and it says, just sign here, here, and here for our records. Uh, all right. I'll... <laughs> what do these papers say? <laughs> um, you just kind of glance over and it's like um, extended waiver for injury and it just covers a lot more things. Immolation, disembowelment, dismemberment, um, and just like in like, in you know, like um, just a huge list of things. And it says just we're not and it basically says we're not responsible for any of the above. Um, then the last page seems to be a, um, a sheet that just is kind of like a notary type of sheet where it says, like, on such date, such person signed such document. Alright, I'll sign and date these papers as well. Okay, with your flowing and amazing script, you sign very largely, <laughs> especially on a notary sheet, which is basically just like a table you, like, cross over three other um, <laughs> boxes because of your flowing signature. <laughs> and then he claps it shut and he, um, um, uh, he rolls up the contract and um, he says I will keep this with me for safekeeping unless you wish to take it. It is up to you. I'll have a copy written up if you do.
2: Uh, All right. And before we go, can I sense motive on this guy just to make sure he's not going to um, like the second we come out of the cave, he's not going to have us arrested or killed or something.
0: Um, Go ahead and roll me a sense motive.
2: All right. Oh, that wasn't uh, great. That's only a 10.
1: 10. He's the owner of a mining company. Businessman. Likes to make money. Can I kind <laughs> of get a feel for how, just as I'm watching this go down?
0: Yeah, go a do a sense motive. Yeah, do a sense motive of Indra.
2: Please be higher than a 10.
0: <laughs> Indra's wise as fuck.
1: Oh yeah, it, it is definitely higher than 10. Give me just a second. It is... Oh, damn. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: 24. Nice. 24. Um, Andrew, you're watching this guy, and you get about the same thing, you know, uh, Renard does. You know, he's a businessman, likes to make money. And you're just, you know, you're just kind of calmly, very, you know, casually observing him and watching for any sort of little tick, any sort of facial tick. And you see when he... Um, um you you see as like he says he like kind of reads off the contract to you guys to make sure that everyone's you know in case anybody can't read it sort of a thing because you know people can't read you see <laughs> as as kobolds you see a faint twitch right by his eye just for a moment at the mention of kobolds yeah but that was it it was like it was almost like a it was almost like a poker tell, and it was like gone very quickly you almost you didn't weren't sure if you missed it or not
1: Okay, so okay. He just hates kobolds. Maybe.
3: Do we know what that t- sign meant, or that's all that we got from that? All, all that Indra got.
0: That's all that Indra got from his sense motive because he's watching that guy's body language, and he basically it's basically like trying to read somebody's poker face, and so that's what he got.
3: Oh, okay, I see. I just misunderstood.
0: Makes sense. Yeah, sense motive is kind of a weird skill where some people use it as like, "This is mind reading." Oh, he's lying to you. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I I've always understood it as more like. You're watching this person's body language, kind of like um, if you ever played La Noir, you know you have to watch the suspect's body language to see um how they're you know effectively Detective Cole is using sense of that entire time. Nice. So,
3: so we don't really know what's going on. They just they kind of just want to get rid of this problem.
0: Yeah, you, you clearly tell that he is telling the truth. He wants these things gone, <laughs> one way or another. Okay.
3: I, uh, is the problem that they're uns- that they're making a rebellion, or that their slaves are uprising, or are they like not slaves and the ones that are attacking?
0: Are you asking this?
3: Yeah. Well, like, I'm asking uh, you. Well, not-
0: okay. So you don't know. You are not asked in character.
3: Okay. I don't think I'm going to ask that. <laughs> okay. That's
2: probably not a good <laughs> yeah,
3: idea.
0: You just know that there's kobolds that are causing problems, and you also know what you see in the camp, and so that's all you really know.
3: Okay, gotcha. All right, just making sure I understand.
0: <clears throat> all right, so um, he um, pockets the contract, um, and he um, gestures for you all to leave. His um, guards, the, the guards will allow you to uh, have your weapons now. You're... As you are subcontracted by, um, our mining company, you should have full rights to move about as you will. Um, take this, and you see he takes a slip of paper and, uh, quickly jots down a signature. This will get you past the entrance of the mines. They know not to, uh, hinder you further. Um, one of the, uh, one of the foremen there can guide you to one of the abandoned shafts where the, uh, offending creatures may be. So. Be sure to be safe and come back with uh come back with your prize and there'll be some coin in it for you.
1: I'll kind of nod and uh kind of say, are we able to
0: have our equipment back? That's what he just said. Oh, sorry. I totally okay. I I'm have spaced totally out when you spaced guys spaced on that apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so as you guys exit the um guards uh um you see that the one guard he, he your stuff has just been kinda of sitting on the ground and he's just kind of um he just kinda has of left it there like, okay, you can pick it up yourself now. <laughs> but you guys can all have your weapons and equipment back.
3: I assume yeah. we're like not in hearing vicinity of like everyone else, all the other guards.
0: No, like the guards two of the guards walk away, the one who was kind of on patrol and saw you the first time. He's hanging around, kind of keeping a side eye on you, but he's not as like, you know, I'm in your face, you know, shoulder control type of a situation um, as you, as, you know, he was before. So he's giving you guys space to talk and discuss, but he's just watching your movements.
3: Um, Okay, I address, like, the rest of the party. Um, So should we see the compound first and maybe acquire one of the other kobolds to go with us? Or should we just go in head first? Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not sure if they would part with some of their labor force.
3: I'm sure just they would let us borrow one if we're trying to solve their problem. And with um, Renard's ability to sway others, I'm sure we can get across that it's urgent.
1: If that's something that you guys would like, I see no harm in asking.
3: Anyone else?
4: No, well, we can uh, probably convince we need a guide. Cobalt would recognize cobalt uh, traps.
0: So is that everyone in agreement?
1: Yes. I'd yes. So. Yeah. So what
0: do you all do?
3: Um, ask, I guess
1: uh, guard who's hanging around. What were you yeah. Saying, or...
0: Guard? okay.
3: Uh, just like um, kind of address him and be like, uh, can you take us to your uh, encampment where you keep the rest of the kobolds?
0: Um, the guard kind of looks around and goes, eh. we usually leave them right in the mouth of the cave, but there's, just, there's a couple around here where we could take a couple of groups of them. A little stable area for them. I'll lead you there. You see he um, kind of walks off clearly expecting you guys to follow. All right, I follow, follow them. him. Okay. Yep. So as, you rest- hmm? Go ahead, um, Kyra.
3: Um, as we were walking, um, I want to address him and say, um, I'm, I'm curious, if you have such a, an amount of your these slaves here, would you be willing to part with one of them, perhaps one weaker than the rest?
0: Um, the man walking kind of... Uh, he, he, uh, he kind of just takes a glance at some of the, because you guys are passing, you know, slaves that are working, carrying large rocks and things like that. Um, he says, mm, you could probably convince to part with them for enough gold. They're not really that much worth to us. They're smaller than people, but um, they're make you, they're good youth, use, they're useful for getting into those areas that are a little too dangerous for other people to get into, you know, gasses and things like that.
3: Mm, thank you for the information. And you're she welcome, just just
0: um, you guys go to kind of a large, it kind of looks like a corral with like chicken wire in it. And you see that they've, um, there's maybe about a dozen kobolds that are just kind of um, aimlessly stuck in there. Um, some of them are sitting on the ground, um, others like laying on their side, like curled up, attempting to look like they're getting some sort of sleep. Um, and then some of them are like actively like walking and pacing around the edge of it. Um, clearly looking for like an exit or some sort of, um, escape. Um, the man guides you guys to, uh, excuse me, guides you to what looks kind of like an observatory post where there's a man just kind of, he's got, he's kicked back and he's, um, in a chair and he's, um, smoking some kind of, um, large cigar like, um, um, like thing in his mouth. It's got kind of this acrid smell to it. Uh, and the guard goes, ah, good morning, Farnsworth. And that's my dog when I go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> before we get into this, let's uh, pause for another minute and take my dumb dog out. All right. And we return. So um, you walk up to this man who's kicked back and relaxing. Ah, uh, Farnsworth, what do you bring today? And, um. Uh, the, the guard uh, goes and says, uh, slave master. Uh, these uh, four fellows here are uh, interested in some of your kobolds you got here. Um, Leave you to it. He kind of steps off back to a distance.
1: I'll kind of pipe up and say, uh, (coughs) (coughs) we're heading into the caves under contract. I wondered if we might be able to convince you to part with one kobold to kind of act as not so much a guide, but maybe something to give us an edge over these traps.
0: Hmm. Uh, he kinda like looks back and like scratches his kind of scruffy face. Well, a lot of these uh a lot of these here ones are all tired and old. I got one in here who's a bit of a firebrand, has been shouting and yelling in his language. He only shut up just recently. He's the one pacing around. Um you can take that one off my hands. he's not gonna be no he's gonna be no good for work. Riles the rest of them up um let's say ooh, let's see given that they do this and they, they uh let's do, 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 say if you gave us like fifty gold, we'd let you take him off our hands.
3: Kyra moves forward and says, well. If he's such a problem, we could just take him off your hands and we're under contract to help you guys. I think we could both benefit in this situation here.
0: Make a diplomacy roll, Kyra. Okay. This is also known as the haggling episode.
3: (laughs) Yep. Basically. This is important. 26. 26.
0: You see, he kind of scratches goes, Well, you know, given that uh, we usually what we do with these kind of rowdy ones is we break them and then we put them back to work. But um, you got a point there. Uh, we're not going to do much with this one. Maybe i toss him back out in the cold or, you know, just throw him off in a ditch somewhere. I'd say I'd say now I can't just give away company property, which he is. So, low as that can go, you know, strictly speaking, is probably about 30 gold coins. Um, I, I,
3: got. I look to everyone else.
1: Mm. I will nod and set down the 30 coins. Yeah, that's fine.
3: I guess that's fair. Um, She mutters and then, like, gives him, offers up the money that Indra placed down.
0: Alright, so he uh takes the uh gold coins, he says, Alright, I'll uh log this with the quartermaster and uh well I guess you can uh take your new uh man? Nah, lizard servant. We'll call it a lizard servant. Um let me get them all chained up for you. Um, Does he
3: turn around to go and do that?
0: Yeah, he like stands up and he like starts walking off towards um it looks like a rack of like like collars and like you know, chains and leashes and stuff
3: um kyra nudges renard and say um you think you can grab that really quick while his back is turned
2: grab what like what are you pointing at
3: (laughs) our fucking money i don't know your sleight of hand and i can't ask that in character
0: oh i'm gonna ask you to make a stealth check kyra to whisper this very quietly very complex thing you're whispering to renard Still range.
4: Uh, okay. I don't think it's worth breaking cover to uh, yeah. retrieve 30.
1: I, I, I will kind of I've already
3: spoken, plan. so I, I have to, to do spoken. the south. Yeah. Uh, twenty three.
0: Seriously? Jeez. That's pretty I stealthy. actually
3: got a uh, got a good roll. I wouldn't have made that normally.
0: Well, he didn't. That's a that's a that's a big old one right there.
3: So. <coughs> I'm sorry. I just he, as
0: scared. he walks away, you hear him just humming like do 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 do. I know. What? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: that's the song.
2: Uh, was Indra going to say anything? Because if this guy's looking that ignorant, Renard's totally gonna go for it.
3: Do it, I do will kind it. of
1: hold my hand out and say, 30 gold is not worth blowing our cover for."
2: Is there a uh, can I can I try to make a will save to see
0: if I, <laughs> your, your you own, go against how, his
3: good advice? What you, what you, <laughs> yeah,
0: what you, what you need to ask yourself is, "What would Renard do in this situation?" <laughs> yeah, that's why
2: I want to make a will save because Renard is like.
1: Are you Renard, going
0: to continue? Renard, because if so, I'm going to make an intimidation in check. Okay. Uh, I'm fine with that. Because
2: Renard, Renard wants to. He kind of knows in the back of his head. He's on the fence, is what I'm saying. Which is why I wanted to make the will save. It's like, Renard, this is what he does. He's like master of trickery. So. You will see
1: a g- yeah. like piercing gaze of 28 intimidate. <laughs> That
2: says, what do you do don't do this. Intimidate? What do you do against Intimidate? Is
0: um, that a will save? It's, it's like a will save. Or you, or you, um, yeah, I would it's say i act check with a will I, I don't know what it's actually supposed to be.
1: I think it's actually a check against like 10 plus the creature, or 15 plus the creature's will save or will save or something.
0: Alright, we'll just roll with that then. What's your oh, uh, will it's, save? it's a
1: check. Okay.
2: Uh, my will save is only plus zero. So like, that's well, then that's, gonna... a,
0: that's a 15. So, um, as you kind of like, yeah. you, you know, you, 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 look over and you hear, uh, Kyra go, Hey, get the money back. And you just kind of look in your hands. You feel it. It's yours. <laughs> and you just look over and you see this like death. Glow. You swear the world around you turns darker as Indra stares daggers at you. And suddenly uh, that feeling of needing to steal something just kind of, uh, kind of fades away.
2: It's like I'm going to just hold up my hands and be like, "All right.
0: All right.
2: I'm not going to say anything." But so.
1: Yeah, your DC is 10 plus your hit die plus your wisdom. <laughs> so
2: Wait, plus my 12. wisdom score? No, your wisdom save. Oh, save the wisdom card. modifier. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I would um, yeah. I would also no, That um, is a
2: uh, No.
0: Also kind of point this out as far as like rules go, um for one player character to another um, you can't use like intimidate or um diplomacy to like mind control the characters or everything of like oh well I just intimidate you to do this. So um, and I know you're not doing that right now. this is all yeah. okay, right. okay, just like, this might come up in the future. So like, if you as a player want to accomplish something they can attempt to do like a diplomacy or an intimidate role to kind of convince you. And like, I would say that like your character is sure of their intention to be harmful, you know, with like, a, the, like a, with the um, intimidate or like, you can tell that the character is being sincere in their, in their diplomacy, but you as a character will always have um, agency in your decision. So even mm-hmm. if they have succeed or get a, like a perfect natural 20, you can't just like, you know, stop a character from doing like physical actions such as right. like restraining them and grabbing them that all that will be um in effect and you know provided it doesn't escalate into full PVP unless both parties are you know okay with PVP then um <laughs> that's how that will kind of be functioning so just a little bit of yeah. there, just to kind of declare that now before it gets too crazy yeah
1: all and right. now I cast mind
2: yeah. control no that's <laughs> that is perfectly yes exactly cuz image right. is still uh, oh my god that's perfect
0: all right so um he walks off grabs um, it looks like a smallish collar and like a long chain and he sticks it on there um he walks up to the um like gate and uh cracks it open slips inside you see many of the other like um kobolds kind of like shy away or try to walk away um the one that was pacing the the um the like fence line kind of looks at him a little bit defiantly, um, and tries to kind of dart out of his grasp. The guy kind of wrestles him and grabs him and like kind of pushes him to the ground. And um, you're kind of like the clack of it as the uh um, collar snaps around him and gets a leash. And like, come on, you whelp! And he starts uh, dragging the cobalt, and the cobalt like trying to force his way off of it. And you see he he kind of he drags him over um out the uh, door, closes it back, and holds the chain out to uh Kyra. And says, "All right." he's all yours does he speak common I have no fucking idea
1: <laughs> so you were the player <laughs> that's, that's, that's the guy
3: <laughs> Oh, oh
1: do fucking no. Uh,
3: thank you I appreciate it and then I look at the kobold and uh, just say like um, can you let me know what your name is
0: um, he just glare, he like, he kinda stops struggling from one and just glares daggers at you. Do they look um, sharper than mine? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> oh. They look more, they look more scaly than yours. Um as you're, as you're doing that, the man kinda of pulls out a, um it looks like a small, like, piece of paper and hands it over to you, Kyra, as well, and says, like, and, uh, here's his proof of ownership. Got rights and responsibilities listed on him, so if you get caught out with somewhere or he gets lost or whatever and somebody picks him up, you can show this slip of paper and it shows you own him.
3: With slightly concealed disgust, she nods and turns her back, and we move forward away from the, the encampment. Uh, All right, I'm going to...
1: this camp, and Kyra's already buying slaves. <laughs> I better yep. watch
3: yourself boy. Well,
0: Kyra needs, um... you know, Kyra's, Kyra's used to a certain level of care and, you know, support, and she needs to rebuild that somehow.
3: Kyra hisses. <laughs> what are you saying, Renard?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn to the guy and say... Um... Do you have the, uh, do you have the, uh, the keys to the, uh, manacles and that you've loaned us just in case he, uh, gets, let's say, injured and we have to bring your equipment back?
0: Oh, that's for thinking of you. Well, (laughs) uh, let's see. you see he pulls out kind of, um, this large, you know, convinced him for that. He's like, we're fine. (laughs) <laughs> looking like a small key. Yeah, this one's for the for the neck cuff. And then he yeah, hands it off to you. Alright. Uh and uh what about the manacles? Did he
2: say he, There's no
0: them? manacles. It's they, 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 oh, the the okay. creature's small enough that he's literally just like man handling him around, so
2: Okay. Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll thank the guy and uh you know what? I'll I'll give him one silver just to improve my reputation here. Um
0: <laughs> All right, you gain uh, five points of that. reputation with the slave master. <laughs> <laughs> you have earned exalted. Oh, I'm going to need it
3: later. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we're in a more private part of the area. Um, yeah, you, you know,
0: guys, I, I'm assuming you guys are making your way. way to, uh, towards the entrance. Can you guys hear, you hear me? Okay, are? my. Yeah, we can hear you.
3: You are talking over everyone. We can hear you so we're, well. Yeah, we're,
0: we're, we're just trying. I'm just trying to make sure everyone else in gets to speak to. So what? Um, so what are you saying, Renard?
2: All right. Just a second. I'm going to hang up and re-add myself to the call cuz okay. I'm having trouble hearing you guys.
0: Okay.
3: I did want to ask Otto if he could uh, attempt to uh, talk with him in case he can't speak comments.
2: Hello. Okay, that's uh that was better.
0: Okay, now we can hear you. So, um what you just missed, Henry, was that um Kyra is going to ask Otto if uh he can speak with your little your new your new found possession. Uh yes. <laughs>
4: Can't speak. Um, hello, little one. Don't worry. Um, you see his he, when you
0: speak in I'm assuming Draconic. Uh, yes. Um, when you speak to him, um, you see his eyes kind of snap to you and they kind of narrow, and um, you see he kind of glances around uh, nervously towards the um, um, other people in the camp and he kind of puts his head down a little bit more. Kind of like using thought at this point. He doesn't say anything to you, though. All um, right, are we heading are you...
2: over to the cave? Yes,
0: yeah, so you guys are currently on your way to the entrance of the cave. It's a very large, like yawning mouth. of This thing.
4: What uh, right. are you saying, Otto? Uh, I'm going to use message while we're in the cap. That's a cantrip that allows me to communicate with whisper. Okay. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll just tell him, "Don't worry, this isn't as bad as it looks." We are, uh, for lack of a better word, attempting to be heroes.
0: With a uh, with your reassuring message, uh, the uh, cobalt kind of looks around for a second, trying to find, you know, pinpoint, you know, where this voice in his head has come from. And he looks over and kind of narrows his eyes at you, and um, uh, yeah, you I... can hear kind of like this raspy voice kind of back in your head.
4: You're outsider. Uh, Yeah, we're not from here. We're uh, travelers tasked with uh, doing stuff. More details later.
0: You see, he just kind of looks pensive, but then uh, instead of kind of tugging on the chain as much, you see he's just kind of following along
4: now. Either way, this will probably end uh, better for you than... But not found yet.
3: So I assume none of us are following this.
0: No, um, you just. I like. Go ahead.
1: I just shadow rolled perception, and so I can hear. It's a DC twenty-five perception check.
4: Do you talk to dragonic. I do. Okay.
0: Well, it didn't so didn't didn't you say that you started with um, like kind of hey, what's your name, and then you started using message um.
4: Uh, we're just uh, saying um, hello. This is why we're not going to get hurt, and I'm probably going to go. What's your name?
0: Okay. Um, so I think you caught a little bit of that because I'm not sure exactly which ones were message and which ones weren't. So you 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 under you you noticed that he was trying to like talk to him, and you can kind of see that they're having trying to have a conversation in the backdrop.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. It's not common, though. That's yeah. the No.
0: Problem. It's not common, and
1: you'd have to make a DC twenty-five perception check just to even hear a message. So I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not
0: giving any indication that I know what is being said. I thought message was slap at the I guess I gotta reread that at some point. No.
1: You uh point to a target and it creates a small trail to them. And, and anyone a, along that trail uh, can make a DC twenty five perception check to hear it. Interesting.
3: That's weird. But so in any case we, the rest of us are just waiting, right? Well,
0: yeah, so you're all, like, making uh, your way uh, to the entrance of this cave while this is going on. So you're all walking, yeah, kind of. Okay, so what,
3: Okay. Okay. So you're not answering my question. Um, I turn to Otto and say, like, well, is can you speak common or not? Uh,
4: can you speak common? Um, you, he
0: kind of looks at you, Otto, and looks back to you, Kyra, and he gives, like, a short nod.
4: Good. This will help. But, uh... Don't show your skates
1: here. Don't show what? Your skates. He's basically saying don't speak common out here. Don't let
0: anyone know.
3: So how close are we to the entrance?
0: So about this point, unless you have something else you'd like to do, basically I'm letting you guys kind of talk to this guy or figure out what you want to do before you, because when you get to the entrance, you're going to go into the mine. So I wanted to make sure you guys have everything you've done here you want to do. I yeah. just
3: don't wanna say it to say like you're free with like in the middle of the camp, like
0: <laughs> okay, so is there so um assuming that nobody else has any more business they want to talk to, um you guys get to the entrance of the ca- to the caves um you speak with what you assume is the foreman a man with kind of like a large like kind of wide brimmed helmet on his uh head, and he um he takes just a slip of paper from the uh, superintendent and um waves you on through and he uh uh, guide you through the mine. Uh, in the mine, it gets really dark and um, kind of damp. Um, I think I have actually even have sound effects for this.
1: Do we? Uh, I will actually ask Otto, are you able to create light?
4: I, uh, I can burn stuff. Or, or I say yes and I take out the torch. <laughs> <laughs> An uh, unlit I torch. I can create I light
3: too.
0: <laughs> nod. Flint and steel and light a torch, all right, um as you guys go through, you see that um it's fairly well lit in the area that the miners are working um, there's little sconces that have been drilled into the wall and little like kind of small flames going on this miners seem to have little like um little boxes on their helmets that have little candles in them that kind of point the light forwards um You go down quite a ways into the mine itself um, just kind of stepping it's all pretty like. There's not a lot of, like, talking. It's all just kind of work, you know, like, people hitting rocks, you know, grunting, you know, a little bit of a shout every once in a while where, you know, somebody's shouting and you can see kobolds are pretty much just working with their hands, being used to, like, transport the rocks away. Um, and um, you continue on for maybe a good 30 minutes, just down, down into this mine until um, you... Uh, uh, and so you kind of round a corner and you see if there's an area that has like kind of, it's been painted over in like red paint. It's just like, do not enter, you know, closed off. And um, the foreman leaves you there and like letting you know that this is the areas of the mine that uh, had to be closed off.
1: I will nod and thank him for leading us here. About what time of day is it?
0: Um, I think I can't remember what I said yesterday. As far as the time of day goes, it's going to be probably getting to be evening at this point, like okay. six to seven ish.
3: I think we arrived in the early morning, late afternoon, or something like that. Maybe yeah, and you've
0: been walking around a bit in the camp and talking to people and stuff, and so I'd say by this point you're getting to be late afternoon, then and early evening, so like four to six.
2: All right. Do you guys So are me? we uh are we off to the side now? Can the guys see us anymore?
0: Um you guys are standing at the doorway. It's pretty well lit just because it's part of, you know, it's like a T cross section. You can see other miners, but well, there's a doorway that just says do not enter. It doesn't appear to be locked. Let's enter it. Alright, you guys walk through the doorway and into a darker portion of the mine. Um, You walk through and it kind of swings shut behind you, uh, plunging you all into darkness because they don't maintain any torches beyond this point. And you're all left alone. The sounds of movement and mining is muffled behind you as you start stepping forward through this cave.
1: I will now actually light my torch because I didn't realize it was lit in there.
0: (laughs) So... Uh, indra you light up your torch just casting a um kind of warm yellowish glow across everyone all right
2: um can i sense motive on the kobold to see if he like trusts us yet
0: um sure give me a sense motive roll all right
2: here we go that is what's my modifier A twenty-five.
0: Let's go. Twenty-five. All right. You look at this kobold, and you get the impression that he's—he doesn't trust you guys. He still isn't like walking close to you, but he's curious. He thinks that there. You see that he's kind of um been watching you guys and seeing how you interact and trying to. You see, he's like mulling things over in his head, as far as you can tell.
2: Okay. Um, I want to. uh... Say to Kyra, can I have that um, paper of ownership
4: that uh yeah. you don't uh, don't destroy it or anything because uh, if they're going they probably want to look at it if we go the same way out.
2: Uh-huh. Did they look at it on the way in? yeah uh, yeah, they did check it over. All right. I
0: checked check the superintendent paperwork and I checked the slave paperwork.
2: Well, are we going to need to take him back out? Because if they live in these caves, then he can stay here, right? Yeah, probably. We can all say he died. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, in that case, what I'm going to do, since we don't necessarily want to destroy that yet, I'm actually going to Return to my Kitsune form and take out.
1: That's my paper because I bought it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I slide Indra thirty gold and say, "It's my paper now."
0: (laughs) Um, Well, I think he handed it off. I think I misunderstood. So I think he handed the who's holding the um, uh, the cobalt this entire time. I am. Okay. He handed it off to whoever he handed the cobalt off. That's how I described it. So Kyra is currently hanging to the paper. He just assumes you're all together, basically.
2: Uh Yeah. (laughs) I think what uh, what really was saying is he's the one who pays the thirty gold.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm just being a butt. Okay. I'm
0: just making sure, just logistics wise.
1: Yeah.
2: So uh, I'm going to take out the key to this guy's collar. I'm going to return to my kitsune form, and before unlocking his collar i'm going to say um we're not here to hurt you we only want to help and hopefully um hopefully we can like get you back to where you live and help out your people
0: Um, he looks up, up at you, Renard, as you kind of lean down a little closer to his level and switch, and he look, kind of looks a little more wide-eyed as you, uh, shift into your, uh, alternate form. And he was clearly not expecting that. Um, and as you kind of lean down and kind of unclasp, un you know, he, he allows, he's a little trepid, trepidatious at first, but, um, as you unclasp the, um, collar around his neck, he kind of rubs it. You see, he looks like he's going to bolt for a second. Then he just kind of, you know, it's just that instinct. And then um, he uh, he looks to you all and goes, um, uh, what was I going to say? I had it written down here. Okay. He looks to you all and says, Mualazar have better deals for outsiders. And then um, I think we'll leave that for today because I have a couple of other things I have to do. So that'll be it for uh, today. And what we'll did he say? That. He says um, Morzar has a better deal for outsiders. Oh, okay. So we'll All wait. right. Goodbye, everyone listening. Know, this will be uploaded. In some way in the
4: See you again soon. Au revoir. In other game. Is
1: it bad that the first thing? Once I saw that, I was like, hmm, what are like three ways that I can go about killing this entire encampment? Hmm. Nice. (laughs) And with that, we're going to end the recording.